What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Ben and Chris Talk Sports. I'm Chris. I'm Ben. We're here to bring you our opinions on the news, notes, and happenings from around the world of sports. Episode 149, going to be a bit of a condensed version. Going to keep it around 30 to 40 minutes. Uh, both of us have pretty crazy schedules at the time. And uh, just trying to get you a show out so we can give you something. Uh, but um, yeah, it's uh, we're, we're going we're gonna to fit this one in and... and get it out as soon as possible so on today's episode mlb playoff rundown uh in case you haven't heard john gruden found himself in a bit of hot water and nfl reactions from week five uh no banker tank this week uh we're gonna put a that's so crazy didn't have time to do our banker tank pick so we're gonna we're gonna figure all that out from week four get all the results all the totals and then we're gonna post that on on social media uh, for everybody to see and contribute and uh, take part in if they want to. Uh, so, MLB playoffs. Uh, last night, pretty pretty good night. Sox won in four against the Tampa Bay Rays after eliminating the Yankees last Tuesday, uh, which is always nice. The two teams that people thought they'd have a lot of trouble with, the 100-win Rays, winning 100 games for the first time in franchise history, get taken out in four by... The Sox, who were in the second half, pretty hit or miss. They were very inconsistent, but they pulled it together and came through. And I know we had a little gentleman's uh, gentleman, not bet, but like uh, just you know, guess I you could say as to how it would end. You said Rays in five. I did say Sox in four. So I did appreciate the little tip of the cap last night when you said good call. Um, so. Uh, no other series as of this moment, as you're recording, has ended. The other three are still ongoing, although the Astros are up on the White Sox. It looks like that may close out. The Giants have a 2-1 lead uh, over the Dodgers, and the Braves have a 2-1 lead over the Brewers. So, obviously, we know the Sox are in. Of those other three series, do you see anything shifting, or do you think it's going to end up being Giants, Braves, Astros? I would, I would think the Astros are going to clean it up. Obviously, it's a, not a foregone conclusion, but they're up 6-1, to one, bottom of the seventh. It's, the outs are becoming very short for the White Sox. Uh, the Braves are a talented team. I got to think they're going to pull it out. The interesting one would be the Giants and the Dodgers. Dodgers have the talent, the firepower, even excluding Trevor Bauer to be able to come back in that series. The problem is it's a short series. And in a short series, you sometimes don't get the best team to win. Uh, like I, one could say the Rays were a better team than the Red Sox, but they pulled it off. They got the three wins that they needed. I think we're going to get the Giants to pull off this win, though, because I just I – just, it seems like they've just been rolling all season long uh, that it they are such a team. And we talked about this before. They're such a team that they're able to overcome slumps, uh, bad pitching, bad hitting. I think we're going to get, uh, I think we're going to get giants, Braves, Astros, Red Sox. Uh, uh next week starting i'm pretty sure uh and that'll be interesting to see the dynamics of each of these teams i do want to hit on one point 
about the Rays. We talked about this, I think, once, two weeks ago, about how they build their team. And, and one question I brought up was, will they ever win a championship? Well, I don't want to say this is the answer to the question, but this is kind of starting to fall into place on answering the question each and every year. It, and it doesn't matter if, you know, they lose in the World Series, the CS, the DS, wild card, they don't make it. The answer seems to be that the way they're building it, even though it's financially the best way they can, is the answer is no, it's not a championship formula because they just haven't, they haven't done it. Yeah, I mean, until until you see it, you can't say it's going to actually be a championship formula. I mean, it's it's look at like NFL equivalents. Like we think Baltimore is good enough to win a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. Uh, we'll talk more about that later in a nice comeback last night. But until we see it, we can't say this is going to work. Uh, so I, I get what you're saying. Like it, it on paper they've come close, but they haven't actually done it. So until they do it, uh, they can't get the credit for building a team that's capable of doing it. Um, well, so, do you, do you think uh, this is the uh, series are going to turn out the as they're uh, going out right now? I think they all end today. I really do. They all in. Today? I think they all end today. And uh, okay. the game one of the ALCS will be f- uh, Friday night. Oh, okay. I just okay. checked the schedule there. Um, yeah, I think Braves are are just. Young, talented, exciting. Uh, nothing against the Brewers, but I just think the Braves are going to take this one. And Giants have just been... It seems like they haven't lost a game all year. I mean, they've, they've been absolutely exceptional. And I, I, I don't see... It's crazy to say with all the talent the Dodgers have, but I just I don't see the Dodgers going back against them. Um, maybe if there's one series that goes to five, it could be this one. Dodgers-Giants. But I don't think so. I think it all ends today, and everybody's got a couple days to rest before the uh, LCS is start up. Um, very excited about the Red Sox. Don't know what to expect, uh, but you and I, neither of us expected even a playoff berth this year with the way they didn't add much in the offseason. We were optimistic, but we didn't expect much. And this is a very pleasant surprise. I think, obviously, the players have to play, and they have to be on the field, but I think we can put to bed the is Alex Cora the right guy for this managerial position or not? Like him or not, like any of the things he was accused of or not. Uh, he didn't kill anybody. <laughs> he didn't assault anybody. He didn't cause anybody any harm. He certainly didn't write any racist emails, John Gruden. Uh, so, I mean, did some, I'm going to take a Bill Belichick. If he did something as a manager you may not be crazy about, that's fine. But um, players play for him, and they love him. So, and I, as a fan... Couldn't be happier with them in there. So, moving on to the uh, aforementioned John Gruden. Um, this came out of nowhere for me. I didn't even hear about this till like the second or third day was going on. And I check NFL.com like a couple times a day because the main thing we discuss on this show is football. So, I like to make sure I can stay up on the things that really matter. Uh, and uh, this one, I didn't even know this was going on. Apparently, several years ago, uh, I think it was like eight, ten years ago, I believe it was. 2011. Okay. Yeah, ten years ago, yeah. So, John Gruden and, and several, I don't know, several people, or it was somebody who was working for the, the Washington football team. Do you want me to clean it up for you, Chris? Yeah, could you please? Because I'm not, I, I've, I have not yeah. done a lot of research on this. 
So he was working for ESPN at the time. Okay. He was not a Raiders employee. Or nor Tampa. It was Bruce Allen, the GM of the Washington football team. And supposedly John Gruden was giving his opinion and, and emotion on the lockout that was potentially going to happen or was going on. And he used some terminology uh, describing DeMar Smith. He used some terminology describing Roger Goodell and various other people. It was as it's put um, put in here on the undefeated uh, via ESPN. Uh, he used racist, anti-gay, and misogynistic um, words. So, but the thing the thing is, this was on a private email from him to Bruce Allen, who was the GM of the Washington Football Team. If we can set aside the argument about John Gruden himself, okay, because we probably agree the terminology he used, everything he used in that email, not right. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and he cannot be a leader of, of, of any, any team at all, any people, if he has that kind of mentality, whether he had it now or 10 years ago. Um, do you blame him for sending these private on a private email to uh, a football representative on a company email? Do you, do you think what I'm trying to say is you think his intelligence level on this seemed off for a guy who was in a respected uh, position in the NFL and a respected position at ESPN. It seemed like kind of stupid for him to, fire out these emails with all these, all these, you know, words and, and, and inappropriate language that could potentially leak out at some point. Yeah. That doesn't, that, I don't understand, you know, first of all, much like last week with the urban Meyer, I just want to make one thing clear. I'm not the morality police. I know that's not what you're trying to be either. We're not sitting here going shame, shame, shame because it's a popular thing to do. Like, you read these emails, it's really not cool. Like, some of the shit he said is just not okay. Um, because they were personal attacks. Yeah. Uh, I, I defy some of the people I know most in my life, and they may even hear this and, and, not, and not like it, and I'm not naming names. Some of the people I know most who are the most adamant about standing up and all these causes and all these social justice things say some of the most screwed up comments even things that make me go whoa okay uh and you know me i can get a little i can get a little you know spicy with some of the things i joke about but i don't i don't use racial slurs and i'm not homophobic and nothing like that but i can get a little i can get a little oh wow you really said that but it's all harmless stuff i'm not singling anybody out i'm not attacking somebody for their race or their religion or whatever uh this is what he did like on a personal level and i think if you say you have to be smarter than that um you almost and i know that's not what you're trying to do so that's not what i'm saying you almost say well it's okay to do it it's okay to have those feelings just don't get caught um 
you know. Yeah, I was trying to try to word. Oh, I know what you were like, trying to say. That's why. That's why I said like that because I know what you meant. I know you weren't saying poor John Gruden. I get that. You were saying how does this guy think it's okay? I get. I hundred percent get it. Um, it's just it's it's like the minute you make something, he could have come out and said, "I hate Demore Smith. I think he's an in, unintelligent jackass," and maybe that might have been mean spirited. People are right. soft, but it's and it might be personal. But you're 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 attacking him in a way that's not it's not a racial thing. You're not attacking him for anything personal or any any uh, racial um, you know stereotypes or whatever. You're going. I don't like this dude because I don't like this dude. Nothing to do with race. Just don't like him. Nobody would have batted an eye. They might have said, "Well, don't have these guys send each other Christmas cards," and that would have been it. But because yeah, he used can... the 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 terminology he used. You can't you can't back out of it. I don't care if you say it's a private email. I don't you have to say this or that or the other thing. Like, if that's how you feel and that's how you talk and that's how you are, uh, dude, it, it's gonna come out. And 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 what did, what really did him in? Because the first wave was the Demora Smith uh, comments. Now we can debate on whether or not more emails would be released because. Originally, this was an investigation on the Washington football team. This had nothing to do with right. John Gruden. The initial comments about the Morris Smith, it seemed like the Raiders and Gruden were going to ride that wave and kind of, you know, get through it. But he made a public statement stating that he has said stuff about other people trying to play down the comments that he said about the Morris Smith trying to make it not seem like oh it was a racist attack and i think that welcome especially i think you mentioned goodell uh they made make comments about goodell and i think that welcomed someone whether it be a reporter front office personnel or goodell himself to say well what else did you say and then they start digging and oh here we go boom 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 have a nice day. John Gruden, you're done. Your career's over. ESPN wants nothing to do with you. No other no other sportscast is going to have anything to do with you. And uh, you might as well just pack it in. Because you have done this yourself. Yeah. And I, I think that's the essential point I'm trying to make is you're so stupid, you've done this to yourself. And it, it's equivalent to I think here is how I can put it. It'd be equivalent to getting caught on a hot mic, saying something stupid. Yeah, yeah, right. Because I, I, we, me and you have I, you know, been doing this for two years, and I think the one thing we agree on is is when this mic is in front of us, be careful. Even though you control right when it's released and editing and all that, you well, may miss something and something gets out. It's over. Well, yeah, but here's the thing, too, is neither one of us is anything like that, though. Right. I mean, the, the most I, I say that meaning like, hey, careful, you don't say any like super offensive, elaborate swear words that are going to end up leaking out that somebody's <laughs> going to say, oh, man, my kid heard that. We're not over here spouting off racist and, and sexist BS like Rudin was saying in those in those emails. I mean, and I, the thing that that's exactly you're exactly right when you said he did it 100 percent to himself. Nobody, he's not the victim here. Nobody did this to him. People can say, oh, well, those were private. Not really. They well, weren't no, really. Once he, once he sent that office private email to a, um, I believe it was the Washington football team's um, 
GM's account, which is the part of the franchise. Yes. And the franchise has a, a, a CBA with the NFL. So it's not private anymore. It may be in the private industry, but then they have the right to release them. So it's not private anymore, John. And was that an ESPN email? Because he was working for ESPN at the time. I think it was private. I okay. think they, well, they even said so. it was a... Look, and the thing is, man, the people who do this shit are always going to get outed. Because they're always going to get caught doing something. Well, because they say these things out of anger. And when you're angry, you're not rational. Like, And that's what he said. He was irrational about... And he started picking up you know, youth football and... And, and these kids and high schoolers and, and college students, you know, they, what's this going to do for the legacy of the players? And he got emotional about it. And that's when he should have taken a step back and said, should I push set? And that's what he should have done. Yeah. And I, you're hundred percent right. Because there's any, and people may not like this. I, I will stand by this. There is not one person if you're being honest with yourself, who has ever not had a thought in their head that would go, oh, I really shouldn't say that out loud. Oh, that's really going to come across like it's a stereotype or it's this or it's that or it's whatever. Even if it isn't meant that way, there's not one person who's ever, ever going to be proven 100% innocent of that. I don't care what you want to say, how crazy you want to be like with, with with all the PC and all that stuff culture we have now. Uh, and, and look, some of it's good, and some of it's way too far. Um, so there's not one person who can ever say, I never thought that, or I never started to say something. And then I caught myself because I realized that's not really who I am, and it's not what I want to be. So I didn't say it. I didn't type it. I didn't text it. I didn't email it. I didn't speak it over the phone, because that's not really who I am. It was just a crazy thought that went out of my own head. And then I squashed that out because that's not who I really am. This guy sent email after email after email after email. Clearly, like, even if it was one and he was like, oh, that's a really bad call. I really, really, really was just stupid that day and it made a mistake. Well, multiple days, multiple emails. You can't really defend that. And I am the first one to say, I am the first one to say, as a people, we are insanely oversensitive. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. What did we say when the Washington football team wanted to change their name from the Redskins? It's not... It's not Native Americans who are offended. It's white people standing on their soapbox who want to be offended about something. Right. And we said that, and I don't, I don't care. Like, that's, I, that's exactly what I mean. You can bring me on any news platform you want to, and I'll defend that point. I don't care. That is the truth. That's why it happened. And it happened because of financial reasons, too. Nothing to do with doing the right thing. If it was doing the right thing, you would have never called them the Redskins to begin with. You would have called them something different. It all had to do with finances and sponsorship. So all this... NFL coming out with all this, uh, you know, we're we're doing all this because we want equality and all this. Yeah, um, I I agree. It's great, especially when you consider the high percentage of your players who are who are black. You should treat everybody equally. You should be fair to everybody. But you're not doing it for any noble reason. No, you're doing it because it's a popular thing to do in the, in the public eye, and I'll call him out on that. But I'll also say when I see emails like Gruden's where just direct personal racist attacks. That shit ain't right. It's not right. You can't do that to somebody. It's not cool. And as much as, as much as you have an issue with Roger Goodell making 
anti anti gay comments towards him. Not not we we've gone probably as far as we're gonna go on on bashing Goodell and the terminology we use. That's about as far as we're gonna go because we feel like there's a line of appropriateness. And he went way beyond that. Oh yeah. Oh, but what are what are all my problems with Goodell though? What do I do? I bring up a point. I bring up a policy. I bring up uh, right. something that he handed down. Something that he did. I'm not saying. I don't. And I don't know exactly what he said about Goodell. And obviously, we're not going to repeat it on the show. <laughs> but 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 like, I don't care what people are. If you're black, white, Hispanic, uh, Asian, gay, straight, uh, bi, I don't I don't care. You live your life and do your thing. Not hurting anybody. Be happy. I don't care. So when it comes down to like not liking somebody, any of that is not even a factor for me. I don't care. Now, plenty. I don't really care for Demore Smith, but it's nothing to do with his color. <laughs> it's because I think all the people who lead these unions right. cause more problems than they solve. So I don't like yeah, any of the union leaders. Nothing to do with just him, but it certainly isn't a racist thing. Yeah, same thing with Tony Clark with the MLB yeah. players. Same thing with uh, Donald Fear, who is currently NHL's uh, union head. And also, he was the MLB union head before Tony Clark. It doesn't matter who it is. And you can understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to get the best for their players. Oh, yeah. And I understand sure. that. Sure. And, and the commissioners are trying to get the best for their uh, for their owners. I get that. But you have to have some rationality when it's involved. And for for a, a, not even a coach, a ESPN personality to send emails with, with that kind of raw emotion and, 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 and inappropriate language, it, it's, it doesn't have a place in the sport. It doesn't have a place in broadcasting in any shape or form and uh i gruden as much as we we love the moniker chucky and and his 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 face facial expressions uh this is it he's he's this will be it for john he'll be done uh i i don't i don't see him landing anywhere he'll be a fox in news sports sh- analyst I, I don't even think he'll be that. no i'm just messing around think- yeah no college, no college teams. Uh, not even the SES teams is going to touch him. No. So he he's made enough money in his life. He should be able to settle down somewhere and just retire. Is your house on fire in the background? Uh, it's a fire alarm because smoke's going. Okay, make sure you're all okay over there. I'm gonna call anybody for you. We're we're good. Okay. We're good. Um, but I think he should just. That's what he's gonna have to do, and he's gonna have to concede that he's he can't. There's no uh, there's no fighting uphill on this one. No. Because there's nobody's going to support him. His family should just sit him down and say, "John, you got to take the L on this one. You screwed up and you screwed up major." Yeah, and like I said, if he had made one random bad poor decision comment, uh maybe he could be okay. Maybe he could get by, maybe he could go out and apologize and you know, um but you can't, you can't make it specific. You can't be, you know, there's just certain things you can't do. You can't personally attack someone, especially with all those racist comments over and over again, homophobic comments over and over again. 
and be like, oh, it was just a lapse in judgment. Uh, if it's over and over again, that's kind of just who you are. And uh, especially in 2021, man, you can't hide that shit. And it's, it's, did it to himself. So good luck to the Raiders without him. Uh, I think, honestly, some of the talent on that team, the young talent, they may be better off without him. So we, we will see. All right, on NFL Week 5. Uh, before we, before we actually, I'd be remiss if I did not mention before we start talking about NFL that, uh, Ben and I played each other in fantasy this week and Ben who had been 0-4, I was 3-1, and managed to, uh, have all of his players show up and get off the schneid and did hand me my second loss. Um, I, I gotta say, uh, I was hoping me, Jonathan Taylor would have a down game yesterday. Uh, that's who you had going on Monday night and you were only down by seven. Uh, I'm just glad got it over with early. Right. Those aren't the tough ones to take. The tough ones to take are when it's the last two or three minutes and a guy who was supposed to score 15 has like five. And you have a shot to win still, and then he ends up pulling a big run or getting a touchdown or something like that. JT was like, nope, nope, nope. We're putting this to bed in the first quarter. We're done. Good night. It's over. <laughs> and he also won me my other league, so that was a double-edged sword. So uh, I needed to win there more than I needed in our league. So at least it happened that way if it had to happen. But... um yeah, we'll we'll meet again, and hopefully my team will show up this time. Although I scored 132 points. You did. I mean, it's not like my players didn't show up, but Kyler was like, nah, I'm good with one touchdown pass this week. Sorry, dude. A- um, any other week, Chris, you beat me because my yeah. team has just not been showing up. But it was bound to happen. Well, congrats, buddy, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll meet again. So on to the NFL, on the field, the uh, the actual, not the fantasy, the actual, uh, the the, the – uh, Second most important aspect of the NFL, besides fantasy. What is wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, we've discussed this before, uh, but I think it's fair repeating. It's not all on Patrick Mahomes. Let's be very clear. Oh, no. God, no. Um, But their defense. It was a concern last year, and they kind of cobbled it together and made it work. This year, they're not cobbling it together. They are, they are abysmal. I mean, they're on pace 20- to be the worst defense in NFL history. The, the, I'll put it to you this way, Chris. The smaller, the, the lowest score they, that the opposing team had put up is 29 points. And that was the Cleveland Browns week one. That's the lowest. Now they have some wins but they have a lot of losses and a lot of thirties and look, if they can't, they're not gonna be able to reinvent this team in any way, shape or form over the season, but they're going to have to do some manipulation with the roster to make it somewhat better. So instead of 30, 35 points, they're only giving up 25 to 28. So that their offense has a chance because what I think is happening is the pressure is getting on Mahomes and the offense to score those insane points. And now they're trying to do everything they can to score those insane points. And he's making mistakes. He's putting the ball in places where they shouldn't, he shouldn't be putting them. And it's worked in the past. It's not working now. That is the key thing we have both said before is sometimes you just have magical years. Where things just work. Was it the last Red Sox World Series win, or was it the was it twenty the twenty thirteen the whole fear the, fear the beards Red Sox? Yeah, where 
Nobody saw them winning the World Series. But they just had so many moments, that things that just could have gone wrong, that just went right, and they went in their favor, and they carried it all the way to Super, uh, Super Bowl, to a World Series championship. And the Chiefs, while they have a lot of highly talented players, have kind of done the last same thing for the last couple of years. All these sidearm throws that Mahomes was making, all those no-look passes down the field, teams are starting to defend against that stuff now. Teams are starting to say, if, if, we, if we defend in this way, we're going to take those things away from Mahomes. We're going to force the Chiefs to dink and dunk and run the ball and do things they are not comfortable in. This offense wants to go out in the field. They're like a Ferrari that you're forcing to drive with a restrictor plate. They want to go 100, 150, 200 miles an hour. And if you put the right amount of pressure on them, you force them to slow down. You, you force them to, like I said, dink and dunk passes and and put a lot of pressure on Mahomes. And you force these receivers who are used to just being faster than everyone to actually have to run routes and stay alive. And it's not working for them right now. Now, can they adjust on offense? Sure. They have the talent to. Speed speed doesn't lie. That's one constant in sports. If you're fast, you can always make things happen. Tyreek Hill can get open. Travis Kelsey can mow people over. You know, this team can still turn it on offensively. Defensively, ooh, they are, they are a mess. And they have essentially the same people they had last year, too. Chris Jones has played this year. Tyron Matthews played this year. It's not like these guys have been out all year. Like, it's not an excuse. If I'm not allowed to make an excuse for the Patriots that two-thirds of their defense opted out for COVID last year, the Chiefs are not allowed to make, oh, we're the worst defense uh, after five games in NFL history because Chris Jones missed one game. Sorry. You don't get to do that. (laughs) You got to put a team on the field that can compete. And we haven't even seen the massive Patrick Mahomes cap hit yet. He's still, he's 7.25 this year. Going into next year, that's going to go drastically up. Just wait. If they can't solve this, it's going to be a long decade for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, and and the Chargers are just building more and more and more each and every year. Uh, We don't know what the Raiders are going to be like uh, with the issues going on there. And I just feel like the Chargers on the upswing with Justin Herbert, I think they could, if they put the brace pieces together, they could be the top dog for a while above the Kansas City Chiefs because that investment level by Patrick Mahomes, it could be insurmountable. They may just need to cut salary cap where they can to maintain the offensive output. And we know where that's going to come from. It's going to come from defense. It's going to come from offensive line. So. I'm going to tell you what I'm checking right now. Cause I don't let me see here. Do. Okay. Well, (laughs) tell you, this is going to be an exciting game. I'm trying to see if uh, the Chargers and the Bills play each other this year uh, in the regular season. And it does not look like it. Over They do play Baltimore next week, which will be a very exciting game. Uh, but, yeah, while the Chiefs are struggling, Baltimore, who had 
massive losses before the season started. Hasn't had their best offensive lineman play. I don't know if he's played all year yet, honestly, with uh, Ronnie Stanley. Top three running backs all tore their ACL within like a three-day span. And everybody thought this team would be a mess because they have no receivers. And all they keep doing is going out. And all Lamar Jackson keeps doing is finding ways to win. Like, this kid has proven more in the last couple of weeks, especially after that big comeback win last night, than I think a lot of people gave him credit for. I thought he was great. But what he's doing is, is, is the stuff that they talk about for years to come. The kind of stuff he's doing on the field right now with the comebacks and the great play. Multiple times. John Harbaugh has put has put this game on his shoulders and said, I believe in you. You're our guy. Go make the play. And Lamar has made the play. Josh Allen looks like the best quarterback in football right now. Uh, I, think, I think Lamar Jackson's the best playmaker. I think the best quarterback is Josh Allen. And if you had to pick a 1B right now, it'd be Justin Herbert. He looks phenomenal. We all know what Tom Brady can do. He's putting up great numbers. But... I'm talking about the kids you don't necessarily expect it from at this level so soon. Josh Allen looks like an MVP candidate. Justin Herbert looks like he's an MVP candidate, which, by the way, he was my pick. Uh, I mean, Lamar Jackson, Mahomes is putting up good numbers, but his team isn't winning. They're 2-3. and three. And they're not like a 2-3, and three, like the Bengals are 2-3, and three, and you go, oh, good for the Bengals. It's, you kind of expect the Chiefs to be 4-1, and 5-0. I mean, with all the hoopla around them, with all all the all the, the 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 fireworks and all the pomp and circumstance that comes along with the Kansas City Chiefs these days, it's not it's it's not it's not coming through on the field. You're not seeing it when they play. And this team is uh, they played a bad team last week and they beat up on them, which is fine. You should do that if you're a good team. That happens. You know, you got to be who's on your schedule. They are a Cleveland Browns choking a lead away from being one and four. And that is not good considering they still play. uh, They still have to play uh, the Chargers one more time. The Broncos, whatever they are, I don't know. They can probably be the Broncos pretty well, pretty handily. Uh, But the Raiders, too. The Raiders are a team that's going to challenge them. Look, Gruden's gone, but all that talent's still there. You're going to have someone who can come in now. And and let a fire under this team. So you started out three and zero. You lost two in a row. Let's pick this back up. We know we have the firepower. Let's do it. Chiefs could be in trouble if they can't, you know, right this ship. Uh, especially like I said, with teams like the Chargers, the Bills, uh, even like the Bengals and Browns. I mean, not to the extent the Bills and the Chargers, but those are two teams that could really put something together and go on a run. So uh, I don't know. That whole Kansas City, quote, dynasty that Mahomes is going to have where he's going to be in the Super Bowl every year for the next two decades. Uh, it ain't even looking good after, too. Yeah, well, we'll have to see how the rest of the season comes out. I just don't I don't have too much faith in Kansas City's defense right now to really put them in a position to win. And with the way the Chargers are playing, that division's going to be tough. And all the other AFC competition, the Bills, the Ravens, as you mentioned, seem to be putting together their team and their identity. And the Chiefs are still searching for that defensive identity that I don't know if they're going to be able to 
to get and and what would have helped was Stefan Gilmore becoming a free agent instead of getting traded. I think that would have been a big deal. And who knows? Uh, I I just it's starting to there's some teams starting to separate themselves in their divisions and. I think the Chargers are starting to put some distance between the rest of their division. Right oh, now. yeah. And having said everything I just said, the Chiefs without offense are still completely capable of ripping off 10 in a row. So whether they do or not, we'll see. But they are still capable of it. I'm not trying to, you know, give their eulogy. I'm just saying this is the tipping point for them where they either step up and say we can do it or they kind of fade into. Remember when the Chiefs were really good for three years? We'll see what happens. All right. Anything else? Are you good? All set. All right, as I said earlier, Banker Tank will be posted on social media tomorrow or Thursday afternoon. Uh, we'll have our results also from last week, just this week. Crazy schedules, just had trouble getting it all in, guys. But we wanted to get you at least a 30 to 40-minute episode so you had something. We appreciate you listening, appreciate your support. And if you have questions on this episode, past episodes, or anything sports-related at all, Ben and I love to hear from you. And where can they get in touch with us? Well, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's BCTSpod. Facebook, Ben and Chris Talk Sports. Website, bctspod.com. And Instagram, Ben underscore Chris Talk Sports. All right. If you have not done so yet and you feel so inclined, please go to wherever you download your favorite podcast and leave a rating and a review and subscribe and tell a friend to do the same. We really appreciate it. For Ben, I am Chris. Please stay safe, stay healthy. We will see you right back here next Wednesday. Thank you.